What's up, filmmakers and moviegoers? This is Zach and... and this is Eric. This is the Easy Podcast. And this the week we're easy talking... Easy Podcast. What are we talking? What are we talking? <laughs> uh, this week we're talking Knives Out. Yes. But before we get to that, a yes. couple of things have happened here in the States this and week. So And so I'm bringing my knife oh, no. to the Knives oh, Out. No. Oh no! My knife, and oh, and I can put it away without putting it away. Look, watch. That's fun. That's not legal. <laughs> That's not legal in this state. Not in, it is in this state. Oh, this state. Okay, it well, is legal here. It's just legal don't take in it a to lot California. of other Exactly. Yeah. And I actually did by accident. Oopsies. But, uh, ooh, I'm gonna go. But speaking of uh, <laughs> consumerism, uh, what what all has happened in the last week here in the states? We've had Thanksgiving, like a bajillion emails. I know. Like every time you turn, I'm like, dude, I, oh. I, like really, sixty two emails. Black Friday, and then I delete them all because that's what I do. Cyber and then, Monday, and then I put the phone down for ten minutes, and I come back and thirty eight more emails. Like, come on, I man, know. come it's on, it's ridiculous. I mean, but, I, I but, pre- appreciate but, you letting me know about your special deal. But you also, you you gave in. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. So I don't know what you're okay, really so, complaining so about. So for the, f- the one that I was most excited about, I totally slept on. And I mean, I literally overslept. And, and it was gone. Um, Yeezys re-released oh a pair God, of some <laughs> movie podcast you're talking about shoes i know but it was they were the re-release of the yeezy 350 v2s the black ones oh and no. and being in production i need black shoes not that i need them because i have plenty of black shoes but you're gonna run around I was stage like, with a pair of yeezys i'm like this would be sweet and so but here's the thing is they re-released it for black friday but you had to opt in and the way they do Yeezys is there's like a lottery, and if you get picked, then they'll charge your card and ship you the shoes. But for larger sizes, sometimes they don't sell out, and then they'll end up on Yeezysupply.com, which is kind of a backdoor. And then that doesn't sound legit at all. It's it's totally legit. It uh-huh. just makes it feel like you're getting like this we don't condone fake. It's not fake. Yeezys. It's not fake. All right. Um, Anyway, what what did you buy that pertains to this web to this podcast? Though? <laughs> well, okay, so so I overslept and I missed it and I missed the supply thing. With four hundred dollars shoes, uh, two twenty because they released at the original price. Oh wow! Except market, they're trading for anywhere from three fifty up to eleven hundred bucks. So I was like, oh, flip some shoes. You know what? This actually, this is an interesting segue. <laughs> uh, I have a segue here. I, let, I, I started watching the uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Yes, I, it's in my queue. Okay, so it's on Disney Plus or uh, National Geographic. I guess everything he touches turns to gold bloom. I'm going to edit that out, but really? not really. I'm going to leave it. You should because <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. Um. But the first episode is about sneakers. It is. Yeah. And so he's in he's in some store in L.A. I can't remember what it is, but you know, and he's standing in front of this wall, and he goes. You know, something like, what if I told you the wall behind me is worth, you know, a million dollars? And it's just shoes. Uh-huh. All it is. And it's just original Jordans and all this stuff. Oh, you know, they're all just, like the retros. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And I'm just Travis like, this Scott's. is insane. And so then they go into the whole thing about, like, why. and The sneaker culture. Yeah, sneaker culture. Yeah. And it goes to Sneaker Con uh-huh. in, I think it's in Chicago or something. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, dudes making $350,000 deals. 
like buying entire collections of shoes and yeah. like at one point the guy that he's there talking to he's like uh i gotta get away from the camera for a second and talk to this guy and it's like this is shady <laughs> <laughs> this is real dark no, so web that's a, it's like, a thing it's a total thing and and he paid like him my, in like cash my too. son was into you know fashion and yeah. sneakers and that whole thing so i'm kind of diving into stuff that he was into just to kind of get a better appreciation of who he was and sure um and so yeah the sneaker thing is a is a thing it's they, so interesting so they have a uh, app called stock x Okay. And StockX basically is like a stock exchange for sneakers. <laughs> so you can see how much stuff. certain things are worth? Yes. So people are buying and trading and selling sneakers oh like they would any other commodity. And you can look up what the market value is for whatever the sneaker is. And wow. they've got other stuff on there too, like wow. handbags and, and, you know. That's so interesting to me. I mean, I understand yeah. some of the sneakers that are like super rare and they only made like 12 of or whatever. Like, sure. Like you look at the self lacing uh, Back to the Future Nikes. Yeah. You know how much those are? A lot. Like, $10,000 right. the last time I checked. Yeah. And it's probably more now. I'm sure. But they only made like 12 of them. Right. And, you know, there's there's a movie tie-in with that. Like, sure. there's nostalgia. There's a whole thing with it. And they're butt ugly. They are pretty <laughs> ugly. I'll admit that. Yeah. But like nobody's going to wear... You're, you're, you're no never going to wear them. No, it's a museum they'll piece. They'll be awesome in yeah. your, you know, your, uh, your office. Sure. But the thing that I, that I didn't really grasp was spending 500 to $2,000 on shoes that were mass-produced. Okay, so... Um, but But... Hang on, but watching this documentary helped me kind of understand yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't documentary, but you know, this episode and there's at one point he's playing, you know, he's playing street hoops with um, with a group of people, and he's he's asking them like, you know, d does the shoe that you're wearing really make a difference? And people are like, yeah, man, you know, when you when you wake up and you're tired and like you've been working and you're like, oh man, do I really want to go back out there and do I really want to play ball today? And then you look at those shoes, and if those shoes speak to you, and if those shoes <laughs> give you, you know, kind of that energy, and you look at them like, man, those are those are BA, like mm -hmm. those are badass looking shoes. Yeah, yeah. They make you want to put them on, yeah. And then they make you want to go play. And I kind of got it. Like I, I understood the connection there in that moment. I don't know if I still quite understand. Except if they're brand new in the box, you're like. The struggle is well, I guess that's if I put my them problem on, too. if I put if I put them on and I go outside, yeah, or even if I put them on and I stay inside, right? Now they're not new See, anymore. I was a kid that played with his action figures, yeah, and I didn't understand the people that collected them. Sure, and I still I still don't. Sure, yeah, because yeah, same. Um, it, it's an it's it's an interesting uh, culture. Um, you know, th these people that collect. Things that were meant to be played with or, um, you know, destroyed, ultimately, you know, scratched up, you know, thrown in the dirt. But then you keep them in pristine condition and then they're worth... In the box. In the box. And you never... Like you never take them out. Yeah. And it's still uh, got the, the, the plastic the sticker, seal wrap yeah, and, the, right, and the, the twisty tie yeah. thing that's in there. It's just crazy. Yeah. And I never... Funko I never, Pop. I never really got... And the, that one I don't understand. Yeah. Because there's... Because <laughs> like, you're not really playing with those. Just there's a million under, of yeah. those now. Yeah. Like every... Every third scene right. that existed of Han Solo, there's a Funko Pop for. But um, yeah, it just it, it's this interesting culture. Now, I, I still don't quite understand like what you're what you know what you're talking about, like keeping them in the box, the yeah. shoes. Um, 
if you're gonna if i'm spending two grand on shoes i'm wearing them somewhere yeah you know like yeah I, that's just my mentality i'm not I'm well obviously it depends not the target if, you're, if you're flipping them right if your yeah. goal is to flip them and make some money which a ton of people are doing sure um but those kind of people aren't worried about like they're not putting them on yeah it, it, and then they're probably not even buying their own size yeah right they they're don't care the size that has the highest demand yeah. so yeah it's that but which is like what a size nine probably yeah yeah nine or ten somewhere yeah. in there but so yes, you t- so back to what you were saying. I did, I did succumb to the Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday thing. Um, yeah, we just spent ten minutes on sneakers. What did you actually <laughs> buy? I um, new Blue Effects um, is a plugin a suite with titling and transitions and different light per, effects. Premiere After Effects for Premiere. Oh, or okay. For, for Premiere and After Effects. Okay. Cool. Um, they have a whole suite of products. Great company. Um, my first experience with it was actually my first real dive into serious video editing. Um, Imagine Dragons came out with Believer. They Adobe had a a contest right. where they provided you all the original footage, and and then they gave you a. a temporary access to the suite of the new blue effects uh, plugins and it was like an editing like hey we want you to use these things and take this footage and do kind of a fan edit and you know the i forget what the it's like twenty five thousand dollars or something for for whatever the winner was yeah you know whole all the swag and products and everything right I I didn't make it uh-huh because yeah. I focused on story yeah and all my edits were focused on story and after I saw the top 10 I realized oh flashy they just wanted eye candy yeah it was like how can you that's all imagine dragons is is eye candy well, well fair enough but you know I approached it wrong yeah right but it was a great lesson in a lot of different things I learned some new tools I learned about this plug-in suite and, and you learn to know what your audience wants. Yes. Yeah. I, that was probably the biggest lesson that I came away from that was, is that even though s- story from a filmmaking standpoint, in my mind is the most important thing. Not every project is focused on that. Yeah, sure. Which was obvious when we watched Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, um, <laughs> If you guys have a, some spare time, we launched our new YouTube series, uh, From the Bin. From the Bin. Uh, which you, you eloquently say a few times in the episode, just like that, which is really funny. But um, yeah, so head over to our YouTube, The Easy Podcast Show, and watch that. Um, we, we released the episode on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, but it's so much funnier it is. visually. It is. Oh, man. And, and great job. Just so I say it, thank you for doing that. Oh, it was, it was fun. It was fun, and it was well, and I, I put a smile on my face. Yeah. I'm like, it really put me in a good mood after watching that. I'm like, this is entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was pretty fun to do. I, I want to speak on the process of that real quick, because I edited it on a 2013 MacBook Air. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> an a, air a of one, all one point four gigahertz, mm-hmm. eight gigs of RAM. Wow! 
MacBook Air. Yeah. I had the quality at like using what? I think one sixteen final cut. Well, no, no, it was Premiere. iMovie. <laughs> iMovie. No. <laughs> I still have the Creative Suite. Yeah, yeah. Creative Cloud. Uh, but man, what about render- rendering? It was oh. like fifteen hours. Oh my goodness! I should have just taken you it just to my pre- work you computer. Just press render. And Here's then, the thing: I'm, like, I'm going on vacation. I'm yeah. going to have Thanksgiving dinner. So I said it. I said it at night, and I, I finished the edit at like nine o'clock at night. Be it, this was like a week ago too. Yeah, I said it at like nine o'clock at night, and then I I woke up in the morning, and it was like eight o'clock, seven o'clock, and uh, and the hard drives. <laughs> Well, it, it was pretty warm. It was, but it's, it's an SSD, so it wasn't it wasn't bad. But uh, <laughs> it still had four hours left oh, wow. on the on the render, oh, wow. so I let That's it go great. and it finished. And that was the first. That was the rough draft, and I finally got to watch it in a quality that I could, you know, bear. Yeah. Um. So then I, of course, then I had to encode it into MP4 and. All that to be said, <laughs> ten I, hours later. I know, ten hours later. <laughs> so then that took a little while to not quite as long, but. But then I had to do some graphic work and um, make the thumbnail and stuff. So I ended up just using my uh, my my Mac Pro or at my work computer, and uh, should have done that from the beginning. The ex- <laughs> the export time was like twenty six minutes. Oh, nice on my Mac Pro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Technology. I, it, I'm telling you. Yeah. But here's the thing: is that that MacBook Air. Um, there's a lot to be said for being able to do, um, you know, preview quality and yeah. stuff at, at one sixteenth of yeah. quality. And, um, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's pretty pixelated, but as long as the audio is there and I can see the camera angle changes that I need to make, like you can get a really nice rough edit done sure. on a MacBook air. Yeah. That's six years old, six years old, seven years old. Yeah. yeah. I mean that, that thing was not meant to be doing what I was doing with it. And, uh, a USB three drive also, like yeah. it wasn't anything fancy, just a normal 2.5 inch, uh, hard drive. Yeah. Uh, I mean that thing, it, uh, it may have taken forever to render, but it, it kept up and I was surprised. This is one of those things like, it's things like that that a seven-year-old low-end Mac computer that I will never leave Apple for. <laughs> like I, I right. will always stay because that computer handled something that was definitely not its intention uh, without crashing. Yep, um, and it was seven years old. Yeah, so it you know, and it goes to show you that you don't have to have the latest and greatest and most expensive tech right. and gear to get the job done. Yeah. Yeah, it might. It's, it, it's going to take you twice as long, maybe. Sure, but I got it done. Yeah, and then I re you know re exported it again <laughs> in twenty six minutes. But uh, you know, it's the, the it's the process that counts. Yeah, yeah. It it'll definitely be, makes you appreciate it a little more. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what we're talking about though, you bought uh, uh, the these effects. Yeah. So the plugins, which, um, so I I went ahead and took the plunge on. You know, they have the subscription model. A lot of places, a lot of software companies have moved to that that model. Yeah. Um, And so I'm going to do a year with it. And actually, there's some cool features that I might use here at work um, after playing around and go through all the tutorials and everything. But um, so, yeah. But the other thing that I got, um, which I've been waiting months for because I've been wanting to do it is uh final draft yeah so final draft if you don't know what final draft is final draft is a screenwriting software industry standard with some really great features about you know 
sharing and collaborating, you know, work and storyboard thumbnails and all versioning. All, all, yeah, and, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Really well done, really well thought out, which is why it's the standard. And and it's not extremely expensive. I think the original price is like two fifty or something for the full it's a lifetime for the license full too, license. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and I was just like I was just being you know, I, I want a deal because last year they had a one forty nine oh. Black Friday deal, and I and I snoozed on it just because I was like, I don't really need this right now. This isn't this is more of a want, and we had other things than what, what wasn't budgeted for. So I was going back and forth trying to figure out how to get a better deal, and I said, Well, what? I emailed them a couple months back and go, so do I need to wait till Black Friday or what kind of a deal can I get? Did they and actually respond? They did. Oh, wow. They did. And we kind of had a little bit of an exchange and I was like, okay, you know, I do work for a nonprofit. And they were like, <laughs> they're like, okay. And so they were going to give me a deal. And then I fi- it finally hits me. I have a 13 year old in my house. Student. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, an EDU account? Yes. Oh, my and gosh. So, so my daughter <sighs> now has no. a copy of Final Draft. Eric, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> she has the license, not you. Yeah, it's fine. She lives Any in my house. Any script that you make, though, it's hers. Well, it's going to be hers anyway. Uh, I guess that's true. I mean, anything I do, whatever legacy thing that comes out is going to end up being hers and Emma's. So you know, <laughs> I'll let them fight over it. But, yeah. But yeah. All so. right. Well, <laughs> when you told me about final draft, I didn't know that's what you meant, but uh, once again, we do not condone uh, skipping out on licensing and no, uh, I'm paying for the license. Up. I just found a creative way to pay less for the creative. license. Yes. Creative. Let's, let's stick with that. I'm still paying. <laughs> they still get money. Yes, and, but, but legally. And actually, I'm teaching my daughter what screenwriting oh, is. Oh, perfect. There you go. So. That's what we'll tell the authorities. <laughs> the authorities? <laughs> I did nothing illegal. FBI, there was nothing if you're listening, wrong. he lives oh, in... Oh, my gosh. It wasn't uh, like it went to Pirate Bay or something. Well, yeah, okay. All right. So you got Final Draft. Yeah, so, you know, in uh, industry tools, uh-huh. um, you know, it's film-related tools. I didn't buy anything on Black Friday. Yeah. I, I mean, I did, but I can't talk about it because certain people that I bought them for listened to this, so that would be a spoiler for Christmas. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah. But nothing filmmaking-related. Um, nothing really hit me, you know? Yeah. I, nothing. It was too, many like emails. too many emails. Too many emails. Too many emails. This year was an email barrage. Yeah. I, I didn't realize I had my email, my work email turned off. So when I came into the office this morning, I had like 42 like Black Friday and Cyber Monday emails. Yeah. Like, what is this? So not only did my personal email get attacked by Cyber Monday deals and Black Friday deals, my work email did too. So, Okay, here's my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. We just had Thanksgiving, right? We did the cyber thing and everybody gets excited about that. My favorite part of Thanksgiving is movies. Mm. It just is. I mean... Everybody's stoked on turkey and all the festivities and um, and all that. And that's all good and great. And, and don't get me wrong. I love me some good Thanksgiving dinner. Give me some pie. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I love watching movies. I Ironically. Just, just that, that 
that whole weekend is is a movie extravaganza sure. for me. That's just ironically, there's not very many Thanksgiving movies, right? Which is interesting because you like we we my wife and I have a tradition where we wake up, throw on the Macy's Day Parade, uh-huh. uh huh, cook, and then we watch planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, cool! And that's about the only Thanksgiving movie. I can honestly think of at least it's worth watching mm-hmm. almost every holiday movie is a Christmas related movie, you know, mm-hmm. or Halloween or whatever, but there's not a whole lot of Thanksgiving movies. I, I wonder why that is. I mean, maybe because it's, it's so close to Christmas that they're just like, well, let's just well, make because, a Christmas movie. I mean, or? you know, we were talking about just here in the U S um, th- oh, sure. Thanksgiving is, is been taken over by all the marketing as we complain yes. about all these emails i know stores I mean, opening really, at two o'clock I mean, on thanksgiving there's yeah. there's probably more buzz media wise about what black friday deal was or something yeah. you know and black friday is not enough because we know that they're like, well, let's create another way that people can spend even more money yeah. and then do Cyber Monday. And then if you think it ends Cyber Monday, then you're not paying attention. All right. But, and, and so. Have, have it, you seen it, these videos, though, of them trying to do Black Friday in other countries? No. Okay, so a video came out this year at a, a Best Buy in Canada. And it's like people are, are outline, you know, outside outline, uh, out the door and... They open the door and the Best Buy employees are they're clapping, and Canadians just walk right in slowly, casually, very professionally. Yeah, like human like beings. Like human beings, <laughs> they're not running over each other. Right. And the Best Buy employees are like, "Yay, yeah, Black Friday, great!" Yeah. It's just not the same culture outside the U.S. Yeah. as it is here. I mean, people camping out here, killing yeah. people like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it is. It's it's it, sad. Oh, that's that nauseates me seeing videos of, of those crazy like, people like like literally stampede into yeah. a store when the door like, no, yeah, no. you really need that TV that bad? No, no. Like if you needed a, a, a flat screen TV for $200, there's there's some crappy brands that you could get. Oh, yeah. Every day. All day. All day. <laughs> like yeah. it just. Uh. Anyways, yeah. enough about Black Friday. We're done talking about it. No, I was it. trying to transition no. to the movies. We're done. To okay, Thanksgiving. movies. Movies. Thanksgiving, yes. Watch The King, which is basically a film about King Henry V. It's Shakespeare. Timothy Chalamet right. does an amazing job. I this, heard. Man, this kid is good. I know. I got to watch just, it. it oof, it's a great... I was like, you know... I'm I hear not, it's pretty uh, brutal, too. It is very brutal. Um, I'm not a, a big into those like history pieces. Um Though I do like me a good World War II movie now, you know, like Saving Private Ryan, those, you know, um, looking forward to seeing. Name ni- another one. 1917. Yeah. Um, um, thin, uh, thin Red Line. Thin Red Line. So you, you, <laughs> I'm just waiting. <laughs> you knew it was I got there. a ton. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, that's um, Vietnam, Apocalypse yeah. Now. I mean, uh, come Vietnam. on. So. Yeah. Um, or. Or, um, oh gosh, what? Uh, Tora Tora Bridge yeah, Too yeah, Far. No, 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 no. Um, comedy. Comedy. Yes, with oh, uh, 1931. RD, no, oh. with RDJ, who, who 
um, and Bl- Jack Black and um, oh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, yes. Yeah, yeah. okay, that doesn't count at all. <laughs> it doesn't count, but it was still fun. It's a movie about um, a movie. Um, what was I saying? I don't oh, know, yeah. man. <laughs> History piece. This is gone. Um, great. <laughs> king, this the is going to be a lost episode. The king, aw. Anyways, The King and Timothy king Chalamet. Good. Timothy it's Chalamet good. Is right, what what is else good. did you watch? Uh, Mandalorian 4, yeah, episode 4. I don't want to talk too much about it. I know. Uh, uh, it was good. It was all right. It was good, but I'm like. It's definitely the weakest of the four so far. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That's enough about that. Yep. Um, moving on. You saw Frozen 2. I did. I, I took one for, and then, okay, here's the funny part. I, I, um, I pull up dropping, I was, oh, I was picking up my daughter. She had, she was over at her friend's house and her and her friend were going to want to go see it. And my wife was tired and she didn't want to go. And I'm like, and I looked at her and I'm like, oh, so I'm taking one for the team on this one. Yeah, and she just smiled, and I'm like, "All right, well, I guess I'm taking one for the team." So I, I go over, and I meet my daughter's friend's parents, and I'm like, "Yeah, I guess I'm taking one for the team," and they were like, really legitimately excited to see it. A lot of people are, and I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Yeah, because I, I wasn't, weird. I wasn't, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, okay, I'm gonna. I have to see this. Uh, the girls are excited about it, and it wasn't like the first one. It was. You it didn't. Was, you liked it less. Do you, than do you the remember first one? when we? Do you remember when we talked to Mark Mangini and he talked about the whole issue of Hollywood studio sequelitis? Mm, yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes that's what frozen 2 is exactly it's that. interesting because i'm hearing that a lot of people like it more than the first one it's more story driven i would say but man it would so we, you know we, it's a musical yeah. okay olaf oh okay it should be called olaf steals the show <laughs> right and that's and, the first movie too and, and yeah and then, but they knew that it was like, okay, we have the magic sauce, so we're gonna like smother it in magic sauce. It's too much magic sauce. Yes, and it Bummer. was like, it was like, uh, uh, okay, yeah. And and the and the the thing that totally topped it off was that the music the music was great. I I have you know a, a deep appreciation for for score and sound and musicians and since I are one um <laughs> but the there was no song that was just like going to there was no there was, hook there was no bangers there was no hook that stuck in your head for weeks and weeks there's no let it go so this definitely helps you let it go oh you heard it here yeah frozen 2 helps you let it go <laughs> dang <laughs> That's a blazing yeah. review. It's a sleeper. Ouch. Not, not in a good way. Uh, we Well, once I found out that you had seen it, I was like, well, maybe I should go watch it you know, for the, for I the podcast. I would never. I you, would, you think it's that bad? I would make. No. Okay. Let me. Let me. It's just interesting because a lot of people like it more than the first one. And, yeah. I don't and, well, see and, what they're seeing. Our, well, I don't see what people saw in the first one because we, in anticipation of us, maybe my wife and I going to see the second one we watched the first one again on saturday that movie is much worse than i remember it being yeah it's not i mean it was like you know girl power 
And well, there's nothing which, wrong which, with that. Yeah, which is fine. And you know, really catchy, amazing song. The song was written well, and it stuck in your head. And yeah, beyond that, I'm like, I mean, there was some, you know, magic snowman. The storytelling is so weird, and the, the editing and pacing of the first movie is so strange. Yeah, from a to filmmaking standpoint, I really like, forgot how just like jumbled the first. 30 minutes of the movie is it's just like here's a scene here's a scene here's a scene here, so it's like it's just like exposition the storytelling is better than okay well that's the first one good in that regard yeah but i'll say this my 13 year old daughter said ah, the production quality was kind of eh, and there was no song that really really made me sing it after it was over <laughs> I was like, I love this kid. <laughs> Dang, that's rough. Yeah, and it wasn't like the and and it wasn't the production quality in regards to what we understand as production quality. What she was referring to, yeah, she was just saying that it it was forgettable. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So well, moving on, I think <laughs> I think Disney has that problem with sequels, though. It seems like not so much Pixar has that problem, but Disney animation, because this isn't Pixar. This is Disney, um, if you're unaware. Um, but they had, you know, Tangled and then Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. And then Frozen. And then they did Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah. Which is much weaker than the first Wreck-It Ralph. Sure. And then now it sounds like Frozen 2. At least from your your thirteen year old's you know fiery review, yeah, is weaker than Frozen One, which I yeah. don't know how is possible because I I really I was really shocked at yeah, this, uh, this how poor I thought Frozen this, One was upon rewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all. Frozen yeah. Two. Moving on. It's not our. That's yeah. not our feature presentation. No. Um. Well, you've been watching a bunch of stuff. I watched a few things. You did. What did. did? What were you watching? Well, uh, season two of Jack Ryan came out on Amazon. Yes, I have. This uh, is on uh, my list too. I just you know. Yeah, so this is the John Krasinski uh, TV show based off the Tom Clancy character. Um, original. I don't know if originally, but I'm going to say originally um, portrayed by uh, Harrison Ford. Right. Patriot Games right. and Clear and Present Danger yep. and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, I think three, maybe four total movies, and then they tried to do some other ones with. Um, Matt Demon, no, not Matt Demon. Uh, what's the Batman? Last Batman, Affleck, Ben Affleck. There we go. And then, um, oddly enough, though, I think my favorite one is with um, uh, Hunt for Red October, which mm. is um, Baldwin. Sean Connery, Sean Con Sean Connery, and Alec Baldwin. Yes, and Alec mm -hmm. Baldwin plays uh, Jack Ryan in that. Yeah, um, but I love that movie. Yeah. Hunt for Red October is great. It we is should fantastic. Do a, we should do a rewatch of that. Yeah, um, let's do a, uh, a little rewind. Is it? Uh, I think that's what we call it. What is the? Yeah, rewind. rewind. Yeah. I don't know. It's copyright and work in progress. Yeah, rewind is cool. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, um, but this show is it's the weird thing about it is that it's not spectacular it's not bad it's not mediocre it's just like solid like i will watch another season but i'm not i'm not overly stoked for like the next one you know like when the first one finished i was like you know what that was pretty good second season okay it's a year away that's fine 
you know, and I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or if we're just in the time, and we, we keep bringing this up, but time of just too much TV. No, did they drop the entire season all at once? I think so. Yeah. Uh, they don't do that with every show, but I think they did with this one. Which is interesting because I was talking with another friend of mine this week about that same thing, right? That Disney's choice to drop Mandalorian yeah. one a week gives you that anticipation and you know and that's the water cooler talk to and that's the conditioning you know of tv you know over the last 70 years yeah and so unlike stranger things or these types of shows where they drop the whole thing all at once Mm -hmm. and you binge you know i will say this i don't think i was talking about stranger things four weeks after it came out though no and here we are week four mandalorian we're talking about it still sure yeah so i mean i think from that regard at least that part of their marketing keeps it strategy relevant, is yeah. working yeah. yeah and it keeps it relevant so um i i mean i do kind of like it i'm glad that not everything is that way um yeah. i i definitely there's other things that i appreciate the binge drop for but it is kind of nice to have a couple shows like this that are every week you know right. this game of thrones used to be that way yeah um, you know, Breaking Bad and stuff like that. Although Breaking Bad was a little bit before we started doing such Except I didn't jump into Breaking Bad confession. Didn't didn't until it was done. Until it was I binged the whole thing oh, with, with my son on I just was like, oh, I just didn't have time for that. I did it. You just didn't have an hour a week for seven years? No. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> but 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 then you had forty hours in yeah, one they, weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it was over a couple of week, yeah. weeks, I think, but we binged it was a, it was it was some fun. Okay, well, uh, another another show that's on Disney Plus that's not um, binging, but it's I, I still I I think this should have been a binge one. Um, I talked about it last week, but the, it's the Imagineering yeah. story. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's just going into like kind of the history of the Disneyland Park and Disney World and all of them. And um, I would have much rather this been a binge. Um, each episode is really long, but yeah. I'm just like, as soon as it's done, I'm like, I, I, I want to know the rest, mm-hmm. but not in a sense of like, I need to go and talk to people about it for a week. Right. Um, so I think that there's a time and a place like for a certain style of show that can be dropped all at once and a show that can be dropped once a week. Yeah. And, uh, documentaries, let's just drop it all. Like who, I mean, what do you, who do you care? Right. Like, yeah. If just, it's documentary just do it. style for sure. Yeah. Which is what Netflix is doing with the dope. So that was another one that I watched was um, they dropped Narcos, which is part of the dope series. There were two two seasons of. So dope this has nothing now. to do with the Narcos show. No, it's weird. It's it's a it's. I don't know why they changed the name or they felt like they needed to change the name. Like, or is it like a spinoff? Keep keep it. I mean, it's it's Narcos. Uh, the dope series which is from the dope ones that they did there was three seasons maybe a tie-in to the narcos show with the dope <laughs> creators maybe yeah, or something know. i don't, I don't know. know seems I'll have strange to check that out uh, f- investigate that further yeah but, um but yeah and, so there's another and, season of that out yeah so it's yeah. a new one oh, okay and epi- here's this is great so my my wife's mom my mother-in-law is in town for the next two months wow um, all the way up until the after Christmas, you know, first of the year. Yeah. And so uh, we're 
we get home from Thanksgiving because we went out to Palm Springs. We come back and we bring her home. And the first thing we watch is that we sit down, you know, I, I we just put something on because, you know, we're trying to settle in. And, um, and then she's immediately and like, how first, far are we from Mexico? The first episode is on Phoenix. Oh, no. Yes. And it's. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's like, hey, welcome to Phoenix. She's just clutching her, her purse. <laughs> Her She's like, can I go now? Oh, that man. wasn't intentional. I had no idea. That's I'm crazy. not trying. To... Yeah, no, but um, but she's kind of revived my wife's um, movie watching, like without be... taking a little nap. Yes. Yeah, so they've been oh. watching some movies together, and I'm like, yes. Except you know, they're the they're the ones that you like. You know, those horror psych thrillers, and I'm like, I. I I can't. You don't share the bed with her in the middle of the night when she starts. Yeah. So. Yeah. That I got to cut that off soon. <laughs> Put a limit on like what, how late like, you can start watching. If it has them. a rating of this and it's in this category, that's a no. It's a no for <laughs> Jeez. me. Oh my gosh. Well, I know. I think we've talked enough about Black Friday. And what we've been watching. Okay. Let's talk about. What are we talking about here? Well, we're talking about Ryan Johnson's. Yes. New movie. Uh Uh-huh. That, um, (laughs) well, I'll just say it, uh, proves that The Last Jedi might not have necessarily been his fault. Oh, yeah. Because. Uh, Because Knives Out is really good. Yes. Okay. And I'm not, this type of movie is not my like you know really? the whole clue okay. thing the whole murder mystery thing i love clue i mean it was it's just i'm like eh, i could take it or leave it you mm-hmm. know what i mean sure. if it's done and it's done well yeah and i and i was like oh i like this yeah but here here's the thing um i need you to fill me in on what the first 30 minutes was um i need you to tell me what the heck happened <laughs> for you to miss the first 30 minutes of a movie so okay i drove back to california to pick up my daughter both of my daughters they were with their cousin for the last few days after thanksgiving and i went back okay and then i and i felt man i don't want to get caught in that traffic i'm going to turn i'm going to do a turn and burn so i drove out there got them ate and turned around and drove back okay so I didn't get home until like seven in the morning this morning. Okay. And and so all right, I need to take a nap. I need to go see this movie and and then we need to record the podcast. Yeah. And so I'm looking and I'm like, I need at least three hours. And I'm like, all right, so eleven forty five. I wake up at eleven fifteen, turn off the alarm, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> And I close my eyes just for a second, and, and, and I open my eyes again, and it's noon. I'm like, oh, crap. Wow. And so. And you're 20 minutes from the, you know, the theater. Yeah, it's 15, like 10, it's like yeah. 10, 15. And so I was like, all right, when's the next one? <laughs> 12.45. Okay, I'm going to buy a ticket for 12.45. No. And I Did went. Did you close your eyes no, again? No, I didn't. Oh, no, right. I got up. I right. got, I'm like, I'm not going to. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, was, I realized that if I do that, it's going to be 5 o'clock. Right. And, and yeah. you're going to be calling like, hey, we're supposed. Where, yeah. where are you at? <laughs> How good was Knives <laughs> Out? Yeah. Uh, like, um, I watched a bunch of uh, stuff on Netflix, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I drove up over there. 
And I was running a little late, but I'm like, I got 15 minutes of trailers for a buffer. I'm yeah, good. Sure. I'm good. Like, I literally walked in right at about the 15 minute mark. It was about one o'clock. Not thinking, right? I was, I was stoked because it was, it was a bigger theater. There was not very many people in there. I mean, it's Monday afternoon. Yeah, and, right. and I had the, I mean, dead center seat right in the perfect row. Nobody's in there. It's maybe three other people in there, but not anywhere close. And as I walk in, the guy goes, oh, yeah, theater 12, seat D7. And I'm like, okay, cool. Do, 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 do. You know, and I go to theater 12. Well, there's D7. your first mistake. You just listen to that guy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I go in and I sit down. Or as I'm walking in, I hear the, the you know, the trailer. Fanfare. Guy, the fan, yeah, the yeah, whatever. Right. And I'm like, sweet, the movie hasn't started yet. Oh, no. And then I sit down. I already know what's happening. And the trailers haven't started yet. The trailers were just starting as I sat down. And I'm like, and it was this other guy that was in the middle seat. And I'm like, that's weird. I'm sure I got the middle seat. <laughs> and then, and oh. he's sitting right there. And then I look oh, at the number. And then sweet I. Sweet summer and, child. And I start to sit down. And then I realize this is awkward. There's a whole theater of empty seats. And then I'm sitting right next to him. So I'm like, I'm just going to take the liberty and sit two seats to the right. It was still a decent seat, but I was I was like, man, there was nobody. I couldn't figure this out. Why is this guy in my seat? But it's the listeners already know what's happening. It's D (laughs) seven, and so I'm sitting there, and and I'm like, okay, you know, because I'm anticipating we're 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 recording this afternoon, and 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 I'm like, dude, there's like a lot of trailers this on this thing. Oh my god! And then I look at my clock, and I'm like. Dude, there's no way there's 40 minutes of trailers. <laughs> 40 I'm minutes. like, are you kidding me right now? Because let 12.45, and I'm like, it's one, it's 1.22, and it hasn't started yet. And then a family <laughs> walk, and then this guy walks in. This, fa- this guy walks in with his popcorn, and he kind of stands over me, and he looks at me, and I'm like, oh, snap, I'm in his seat Yeah, with his wife and his kid. And so I move back over to seat next to rando over here and you never look at your ticket through all of this no it was the digital one you know and i just i and so i'm sitting there and then they then then the trailers start to wrap and you know and then they go through the amc whatever thing you know thing is and it dawns on me i'm like oh snap i'm in the Sure, and I open and I open my phone, which I hate doing in, in the theater, but I just had to double check. And I look down, and I'm like, "Son of a, boy, it's I'm in the wrong theater. I'm supposed to be in 14, oh my not gosh, 12." Eric. But he told me that because that was the next one starting, and it was starting right as I was walking in. <sighs> and I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" And I was so so I walked out. And I, and I walked down the hall to Theater 14, and I was tempted I was tempted to go back to the front desk and go, Hey, uh, I missed the first – this is – never mind. So now, now <laughs> so, I have to explain to you the first 30 minutes the of first this movie. 30, I missed the first 30 minutes because I, I was in the wrong theater. <laughs> 
Part of it's my fault. <sighs> All of it's part your of, fault. No, dude. It's he told me it fault. was theater 12. You I went in there. I went in the, uh, You had the ticket in your hand. No. Uh, That's yeah. your own responsibility. But he said, so he the said, first it, 30 he said minutes. it so confidently, I didn't even question. Bro, the first 30 minutes of this movie set up the entire movie. It's the best part. How did you have any idea what was happening? See, so I had my own little mystery, you know, <laughs> oh my experience, my own little murder mystery Can we even talk like, about this? Like, who was murdered again? <laughs> no, but I figured oh it out pretty gosh. quick. Well, yeah, because you... I, 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 I walk in as... Um, uh, well, hang on. Because I... Okay. We don't want to do any spoilers. Yeah, I don't want yet. to do any spoilers. And I think that actually... I, a big, apparently, I'm prone to spoilering things right out of the gate yeah, today. Yeah, you, you don't know it because I've edited it out, but he spoiled the end of The Irishman already for me. So thanks. S sorry, dude. Anyways, moving on. Um, it got spoiled for me, too. I didn't see the first... Anyway. you Apparently, that's what you do is you don't see the first of anything. <laughs> What I'm saying is, though, <laughs> just is uh, I'm just coming in hot for the end. That's I think, <laughs> um, I think, it, saying who even the main character of this movie is is kind of a spoiler, because you don't know from the trailer who. Oh yeah, your you main would never. You would, would be. Ne and, right. it, and it's star studded too. I right. mean, it's great. It's the cast. So is fantastic. let's just talk about the cast, the storytelling style, and the overall story. And then we'll get into some spoilers. Well, like I said, this is not my jam. Yeah. Like, the, the whole murder mystery thing is kind of like my mom was a little bit of a geek about it, you know, because it was murder. She wrote because it was. Yeah, yeah. And all yeah. that. And because it was my parents thing. I was like, eh. Columbo. Yeah. I'm like, you know, not there hasn't been one in a really long time. There hasn't. And I've just been I'm like, eh, just yeah. I'm, it just doesn't do anything for me. Or or at least, let me say it this way, the ones in the past that I had been exposed to had turned me off from yeah, that. Yeah, you're not really drawn kind of to thing. it. No. No. This was amazing. It's I really good. I was like, oh, snap. Oh, And now imagine I missed the first 30 <laughs> minutes of it, and I was still blown away. I mean, it was, I mean, a little bit of kind of, all right, what's going on and who's what and what? Why, yeah, because you what missed thirty minutes. But but the way the storytelling is done, right? It's done in a way where I can get caught up and and understand what's going on, yeah, and still be wowed. So, who for, um, for this to completely without giving anything away? It was great. The story, the way with, it was done, it was without great. giving anything away. Who whose version of the story did you? come in on um like were you were, did you see any of the interviews in the yes, room with the knives that's okay. what was happening those well, interviews were happening when i walked in so um, whose was the one that you walked in on um uh don johnson oh okay so don johnson was getting interviewed and i saw that whole thing unfold and then his sister right i'm assuming that was no, his sister it, the, the um Tony Collette is his sister-in-law. Well, yeah, maybe sort of. the in-law. So, okay. Jamie the Lee. Blonde. So, Christopher Plummer plays yeah. the million billionaire novelist yeah. father. His character, he, he dies. Yeah. Um, 
but so then his, his bum, bum, kids bum. that's the whole movie it's in the trailer <laughs> his kids are jamie lee curtis is his yep. daughter yeah um, michael shannon is his youngest son mm-hmm. and then there's another son that we don't ever meet um because he passed away like just in you know previous history of the storyline um and tony collette is his wife so she's like the widower, oh, okay. the widow of, okay. of gotcha. the actual Christopher Plummer character's gotcha. son. So gotcha. she's just hanging on to the family. And Don Johnson's character is married, married to, to Jamie Lee Jamie Curtis. Lee yes. Character, yes. And then um, Captain America is the son of, <laughs> of Jamie them. Lee Curtis yeah. and, and Don Johnson. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the, then the kid the from she It. trust fun baby. The kid from <laughs> It. Uh, did you recognize him? He was the kid from It. Yes, uh, I did. Is the, I did. Is the son of who's the, wait? Yeah, Grant. He was. It was Grant. Grant was the dad. Oh, name. Michael Shannon's Michael kid. Shannon. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Grant is. Yeah. So Michael Shannon's kid is the kid from It, and uh, and then the daughter of Tony Collette is the daughter or the girl that is in uh, Thirteen Reasons Why. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, the cast is great. Um, the cast there's, is there's another character that pops up, an older character, I will say, that is hilarious when she first pops up. Like the reason, like the description that they give for her is really funny. Um, and then uh, freaking Daniel Craig, just like I want to see. Uh, I kind of hope this is a setup for more of these movies. Yeah. In the sense of like, I want to see more adventures of Daniel Craig's character. Yeah. KFC. Yeah. Yeah. He's got this Tennessee, <laughs> Kentucky does. accent. Yeah, he does. And which is funny coming from like. And it's great because you told, you know. Benoit they, Blanc. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not, French you know, he's not 007, and, you yeah. know, and. But oh, he's and so he far from it. He doesn't, you know, he's not, he's so good in this. Yeah. He's great. Because you completely forget those other characters that he played yeah it's like he totally sells this yeah he's he's probably i I think he's probably the best part of it um lakeith steinfeld or stanfeld field um who is from atlanta uh he's this he's the other he's the other cop in this he's he's so good in this too he's in another movie coming out um called uncut gems with adam sandler Mm, mm -hmm. Um, if you would have made it for the previews you probably would have seen that preview before the movie yeah, because it played in front well, of ours. Okay, so but I did see a bunch of the trailers in the other. What theater. was the other? What was the other theater? Movie? It was the same movie. It was the same movie. Why didn't you just stay in that theater? Because then I would have been like another hour and a half later. Like it, you would have known what the hell was going on. I know, but I I, want, I was trying to be sensitive to your time. Yeah, and, that's you know. fair. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, it, Ryan Johnson wrote and directed this. And uh, it's it's his it's his style and it's his right and you and fingerprint and, is all over. And he it. also did the Last Jedi, which we have to talk about this. Which it was like, uh, I like I initially when I saw that I'm like, the trailer looks intriguing. Yeah, mm, not so sure. Here's here's my problem. Um, Ryan Johnson is a great director. He is. And a great writer. Mm-hmm. Looper, I loved a lot. The Brothers Bloom, Brick. Um, 
the two episodes of Breaking Bad that he directed. Um, he didn't write. Oh, wait. I didn't yeah, realize so that. He did The Fly, which is the one that takes place all in the underground lab. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then he did Ozymandias, which is the episode where, um, uh, I guess, spoilers for Breaking Bad, um, Walter's brother-in-law oh, yeah. gets killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why can't I remember his name? Uh, uh, the the DEA agent. Yeah. Anyways, um, he did that episode too. So it's like two of the most widely considered and loved episodes of the whole series. Yeah. And he directed them. He didn't write them, um, but he did direct them. And uh, so that just like those immediately pop out. And um, it's like, clearly this guy can write and direct. Yeah. He, you know, and The Last Jedi, I... I hated it. I hated Last Jedi. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll admit it. But was it his fault? I, now I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think there's I something think else so. there now that and he's just still standing up for it and like being defensive about it because of, I don't know, self-pride or he doesn't want to piss off the mouse, you know? Like, I, I don't know. There's something going on there, I Perhaps. feel like, because this Perhaps. movie comes out. And uh, man, it's a home run! Like it's great. It's it, the pacing is good. The direction, the blocking, the ideas, well, the writing. And, the- and for me, not even being like I. Let me just say this: I am glad that because you know this is how how this goes. Usually, is, is that one of us will go. All right, this is what we're watching this week. Yeah. And Zach said, "Knives, knives, knives out. out." Yeah. I'm like, okay. Knives out. Monday recording. Yeah. All right. And because um, I had, there's a couple other things that I'm curious, you know, I'm watching too, but I'm like, okay. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad because I, I don't think I would have went. I don't think it, I think this is one of those that would have went under my radar. And yeah. I, I would have continued on without. And man, it was fun. It's really great. It's, it's so, it's, it's so, so well. It's so twisty. It's, it is very twisty. <laughs> Um, it's, it's fun. It's funny in, it in good, it's witty, like, in clever ways, it's clever, um, yes. which is the opposite yeah. of the humor in the last Jedi. The humor in the last Jedi is, is yeah, it's just stupid it's humor in the, it, yeah. and it doesn't make any yeah. sense. And which is just another thing that just like, it just feels weird that this movie came from the same guy that did that movie like it's just it's yeah so but it was strange. a different machine you're though. absolutely right and i think that <laughs> that machine has a lot to do with the reasoning of the last jedi being the way that it is yeah. um you know and i don't, I don't want to get much more into it i mean we, we've talked about it before it's just there's so many things that don't make sense in the last jedi from just a, even a storytelling perspective and then also just a world building perspective that don't yeah. make sense that weren't really properly set up from any other you just kind of pulling things out of thin air that don't make any sense and uh it, it's great to introduce new things in a story but i feel like there needs to be some sort of like a you know a, a hint to that or you know um uh uh foreshadowing and there isn't any of that and then all of a sudden these things happen you're like what and it just leaves you really unsatisfied um knives out is is none of that like it's right. great it's smart it's 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 so well put together um, yep. No one in the cast is terrible. Like they're all really great. Yeah. Um, great chemistry. It yeah. fits well. There's yeah. a there's a character. The lawyer character is Frank Oz. Yeah. Which is really funny. Yeah. Uh, like he just comes out of nowhere. And you're like that's Frank Oz. Wow. All right. 
Uh, it's it's just it's, it, go see it. Like it's 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 worth seeing the theater. I think um, just from like this the way that it's shot, the scale of it, you know, everything, the house, the yard, the being in people's faces when they're being interrogated, and all this kind of stuff. Like it's very much a theater movie, and I think it's great. Um, I, I think you know all that being said, um, you know definitely go see it but now let's get into spoilers so because i can't okay, so i can't talk about I, it without i know and we're, we've been holding back yeah. and i think it's time it's time for the alert here we go boop 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 spoiler alert spoiler alert there are spoilers ahead for knives out if you have not seen knives out press pause on this podcast go see it at a theater near you then come back and press play and you can listen to the rest with full understanding of Knives Out. More understanding than Eric has. That's right. You have been warned. Spoilers ahead. Boop, boop, boop. Dude. So, um, <laughs> so the first 30 minutes of the movie are basically... they. Uh, mm. Because it's two hours and ten minutes long. Yeah, so it opens with um, the the nurse, not the nurse, sorry, the the maid. She's making breakfast. The maid. The maid that gets overdosed on oh, morphine right, 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 at the right, laundry. Right. See, mat. I didn't realize she was a maid. Right. So that that yeah, I so, realized that she was connected somehow. Um, didn't know exactly. Yeah, because you would have seen her in like the party flashbacks, but you wouldn't yeah. have understood who she was. Yeah. So she's like the maid, the housekeeper. But apparently she knew where the stash was. Right. <laughs> Which is the play at the end. Yeah. But um, she brings, basically starts off with, she brings up stairs all of the, like it's like a breakfast meal and she mm -hmm. goes into his bedroom. He's not there. Okay. So he must be in his office working already. She goes up there. Christopher Palmer's dead. She finds him. She finds him. Right. She almost drops everything, but she, this is, this is pretty smart. They make it a point to show her like catching all of the, the plate of food. Like some of it falls off, but she makes sure that mug stays and it's the same the, mug. This, this is my house yes. mug? Wow. Yeah. That's cool. And so... Well played. Instead of like chalking it up to, well, it just didn't break when it hit the ground. It would have broke. It's a coffee mug. They always break. Um, they make sure that you see her save the coffee mug. Again, foreshadowing that yeah. plays off later yeah. on down yeah. the road. Yeah. Um, already being set up within the first two minutes. So, Sweet. Um, and then from there, it opens with... Or it, it changes over to people being interviewed like people showing up at the house um mm -hmm. the 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 nurse um arma arma de, no anna anna de armos i believe is how you say her name uh and her she, character's name was marta yes camperera or something like that and she's supposed to be from uh brazil cabrera cabrera from brazil and she's from brazil yeah. and i believe she actually is in in real life as well and um She's in Blade Runner 2049. She's oh, the Joy robot yes. in that. So that's where you recognized her. Like, um, she ends you. up being the main character of the whole movie, though. Oh, which you like would not have understood. That's the spoiler you're going to start with? Okay, what? that's fair. No, I think that's a major spoiler yeah. because I, going in, I did not expect her to have such a pivotal role because even in the trailer you see the last almost the last shot of the whole movie where she's like falling backwards with 
the knife coming towards her. Yeah. Which is pretty much the last scene yeah. in the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised to have her kind of be our character that we travel through the story with because yeah. she ends up being the one that killed him. And you find that out uh-huh. 45 minutes into the movie. And so right. I'm like, dude, this movie's two and a half hours long. What yeah. are we going to be doing for the rest of the right. Yeah, know, where are we going from here? Yeah, and uh, it's... So I did catch that part. Okay, so, so you got her I, I, I came in story. when they were yeah, when they were interviewing the people, when, when um, uh, KFC was interviewing yeah, the, okay. the, the, right. uh, Don Johnson's character and then the sister-in-law's character or what like what, whatever her was i didn't see jamie lee curtis's interview right um or grant's interview or yeah or, yeah or the interview with um chris evans character um or did they there isn't one, one. Oh, okay because he doesn't show up until like the will reading right, right. and by then it doesn't it doesn't really matter yeah anymore but um, and they're still kind of interviewing through yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the interviews continue on throughout the whole thing the uh the, the really interesting i thought like kind of character piece for uh anna anna's character anna's character um is that she can't lie without throwing up yeah and so then that plays into a lot of like scenes later on where you're like, oh well, she didn't throw up. She she must have been telling the truth. And then right. she goes and like grabs a cup and throws yeah, and in, the big up into it. Cup, right, like, right. Right. Yeah, in which I thought was gonna yeah. maybe play later on. Yeah, like somebody was gonna grab it or something, and maybe it did. Because like, he gets in the car after right. that happens. Right, and I thought yeah. maybe he would like smell it or, or yeah, mention yeah. you know yeah. smelling vomit or something right, like that. Yeah. Um, but he he doesn't. And um, but the storytelling, I think it's so unique. In the sense, it's very like it's very Hitchcockian. Yes, um, yeah. all kind of through flashbacks that are unreliable, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is always fun because you have them. They're they're telling the cops a story, but you're seeing what actually happened. Yeah, and it's just really clever storytelling. And the edit of this, I, I think the editor will probably be nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, um, it's so tightly edited. There isn't like an extra piece of anything that doesn't need mm-hmm. to be where it is, and um, I think it's it's probably the strongest point of the whole movie. Is the well, edit. and the first detective's um, analysis of yeah. the the type of death ends up being accurate, right? Yeah, yeah. So none of it none of it is wrong from right. the beginning. If right. it would have just left it, it would have just left it. But uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, I, I, I we won't go into the full spoiler for who who done it. I guess. I mean, um, we did leave the uh, alert. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But well, I guess you you wanted to bring up one thing with Chris Evans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get this because <laughs> you know we got to figure out some way to squeeze Marvel into every episode. Yeah. I just could not. That I I I actually kind of laughed out loud a little, like yeah. for real. <laughs> yeah. Because. Christopher Evans' character is... Christopher? Oh, so formal. Well, Chris Evans' character (laughs) is totally swearing... Oh, like a sailor, like a truck driver in this thing. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, Captain America language. Yeah, right. (laughs) 
it was it was so refreshing to see him in something like this after him being captain america for 10 years And then seeing him get, in this, I just get I'm like language. I know he's in his voice, so much. in his oh, voice yeah. from Ultron. I, yeah. That just was I was like, oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's he's great in it though. I can't wait to see him in more regular movies. He is, and he is I, I'm glad it. that he's kind of out of the oh, Marvel. The, okay, thumb now. So back to the writing, dude. The writing was done in such a way where even after he's getting put in the car and he, you know, in the cop car. Yeah. In handcuffs after confessing with evidence um, and he has that little smirk on his face. I'm like, oh, this is part of their plan. Right. Like now, this is the first the first time when they get in the alleyway. No, when he or at the very when, very when end, he, at the very end, oh. when he gets put in the cop car to be taken away, I thought for a split second, like, oh, this is still part of his. This plan. is meant the plan that they had come up together with. Oh, when because they sat there, obviously he had been able to drink like four or five beers. Yeah, they, they were there for up. a while. I was like, oh, and this, like, they really thought this all the way through. You know, you brought up the beer <laughs> thing real quick. That's a great way to visually show time has passed yeah is little things like that that you know uh his his jacket has come off he's got more beer bottles in front of him than he did when the conversation first started little things like that that don't require the audience to be treated as they're dumb right or they don't require a character to say well you know we've been here for four hours you think we should go now or a, a crossfade in the edit or whatever like blocking and planning those things out storyboarding those moments out like that that's what makes great directing yep. and writing i think yeah that's just it's just a little thing too yep you know small details well and then just like the small detail of having she has the single drop of blood on her white you know a shoe mm-hmm. and i was like well if this guy's if you know um daniel craig's character is this world-renowned uh investigator he he would have surely seen that and he doesn't bring up it all it at all. Yeah, not and she, until the end. And then yeah. at the very end, he says, well, I knew from the beginning that you were involved. And he points at her shoe. I'm like, oh, wow, all right. Again, set up and pay off. Yeah. You know, each character only tells you as much as they want you to know, and he's included in that. And um, it's just, again, it's just clever writing. And, you know, uh, Chris Evans being the bad guy was great. Mm-hmm. Definitely going against type. I think that was very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, considering he's been Captain America for 10 years, Ryan Johnson was like, I want you to be the opposite of Captain America for this movie. And um, it, it, Chris Evans looks like he was just having a ball. Yeah. Like, just having a blast playing this character. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, it looked like they were having fun. Yeah. Everyone. Because, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're making cuts and they're, making these scenes and the cameras are rolling and they got and they're doing their you know and they're doing what they're supposed to do but you get the sense by watching this movie that behind the scenes they were having fun yeah like this was just a this was that just there wasn't, good old it wasn't fashioned, stressed out had, yeah, yeah. They, they were having a good time right yeah and which, may, which translates to you as the audience, as you're viewing it, like I'm having fun watching yeah. it because they're having fun. Because they're having fun. They're bought into it because yeah. they care about the crew that they're working with, the material that they're working with. Yeah. This is what baffles me. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but like it just baffles me that this movie is as good as it is. And his last movies were as good as they were before The Last Jedi. It's just so strange. 
Yeah. It's just really strange. And, uh, but you know, I'll say this, you know, I, I'm excited to see what he does next. I kind of hope that they do more, uh, I don't, Benoit I don't, Blanc I don't movies, think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's strange. And as we rapidly approach, you know, the last Skywalker, um, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. It's the last, fall, fall of Skywalker. Isn't it the last Skywalker? Is no, it's it the Rise of Skywalker. Rise? Yeah. Anyway, it's last the, Jedi. It's the, the last of, one. Uh, yeah, for another year. Well, no, it's supposed to be the last one in the saga. There's, Skywalker saga, but yeah, so they'll go on to something else. Yeah, I'm sure there'll but, be another Star Wars. But but that season, so yeah, Last Jedi the season was right along with solo. So I wouldn't be surprised that the same group of suits sitting around that conference table, figuring the next thing out had something to do with that. I don't doubt it. Somebody, there was, uh, there's other things involved there. Yeah. There just has to be, um, this movie is way too good to be ignored and to put all the blame on Ryan Johnson for the last. This feels like, this feels like a Christmas movie. And it, I don't know if it's just because of the time of year that it's released. It but feels like a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, I mean, like a like a holiday a holiday type, era, you know. Yeah. yeah, a holiday time frame movie yeah. for sure. Like they definitely released it here in the states at the right time. Yeah, um, seeing it Thanksgiving weekend here felt right. It's very yeah. fall. Yeah, you know, there's the trees are changing colors and stuff, and there's leaves all over the ground, and everybody's wearing warm clothes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely has that feel to it, and I I wouldn't be surprised if I throw this in my my Thanksgiving rotation now of movies. Yeah, um, just because it, even though it is a murder mystery, it's still kind of like a I don't know, like a fun feel good kind of mm-hmm. vibe to it. Um, and I think it's great. So I, I I can't wait to see what else he does. I hope he does more of these yeah. um, kinds of movies, and I want to see more Benoit Blanc. Which is Daniel Craig, so maybe maybe we'll kick off a whole series of movies well, here after he's know, done with James Bond. So studio sequelitis should pick this. You're up. You're absolutely right, but I, I, I it would kind of be like um, I don't know, what's the uh, the Pink Panther, you know, mm. um, his character, and that maybe I could see being a little bit more of like a series Clouseau. version. Clouseau, yeah, yeah Inspector Clouseau. Mm-hmm. I could see Daniel Craig kind of doing a more serious slightly serious he's kind of funny in this still yeah um more serious version i mean james bond he's done with it like his one movie that that trailer drops in a couple days and um yeah i think he's he's ready to move on i wouldn't be surprised if he had fun on this and ryan's like let's do another one yeah especially this it's tracking to make double its budget already yeah and it's only been open for you know two weeks i think one one week in uh overseas and then i think one week here now not even a week it's like six days now but uh it's good uh go see it and uh, check it out um yeah I, I think it's great it's a it's a really good movie it's really solidly put together and uh the characters are all awesome actor all all great uh anything yeah. else you got about it um no, no. the edit solid oh, shot yeah. well the, the yeah everything supports the story arc um it's so twisty it's so fun yeah it's a fun ride yeah and each each actor is just loving it. Yeah, they're just eating up the screen, and it, and it really shows. And uh, I think everybody had a hopefully everyone had a blast making this movie because it just it feels like it. Um, yeah. So uh, that knives out, guys. Eric, yeah. you want to close out the show? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So thank you so much for stopping by and hanging out with us for this last little bit. And 
tuning in and listening and being a part of our conversation and subscribing. Yeah. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet, please do. Yep. And feel free to share it with your friends. If it was entertaining or enjoy that. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, they can find us on Instagram at the easy podcast or Twitter at the easy podcast or YouTube. Now. Yeah. Go check out. From the bin. From the bin. Uh, our new series on YouTube, right now. Uh, <laughs> right now. Right now. Yeah. Um, YouTube is the easy podcast show. And if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns, you can send all of those to Zach at the easy podcast show at gmail.com. You never say it normal, can you? No, I just can't. Either way, and then you say it, it twice in a row, and it's never. And it's still gonna be. Yeah. Show. Ridiculous. That's what I deal with every week. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>